Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, March 22nd, 2023. Today on the Ether, the NFT Daily hosts Stoned Island. Because I got high. Let's take a listen. Welcome back to Daily Spaces, guys. I hope everyone is doing good. Uh, last week was another great week for the NFT Daily. Uh, we had a handful of sellouts across the board. Uh, our client, Oggy. Uh, sorry, Oggy, that's because one of the lads in the office keeps calling it Oggy that. Oogie, uh, who will be no stranger to the Solana heads in here, they successfully sold out their 10K East supply on Thursday with the floor price now sitting pretty, just over 25.6 sol. Uh, so impressive performance from them so far. Our other client, Early Access Pass, had their official pre-sale just last week, uh, successfully selling out their 200p supply at a whopping 1F mint price. So congrats again to the boys over at Early Access. It was great working with you guys. And finally, our client and partner, MetaWin, uh, saw a solid uplift in sales uh, across the board in terms of their entries on competitions, which are currently causing huge waves amongst the Ethereum community. If you haven't already check, checked out the MetaWin comps, uh, wake up, bro. Opportunities to win blue chip NFTs every single day. MetaWin.com if you do want to check out those giveaways, head straight over there. I think they've got like five or six live every day. So make sure you do head over and check those out. Most importantly, though, I'm joined today by an exciting up-and-coming project. Um, all of you Polygon potheads out there will be interested in keeping your ears pricked for this one. So Stone Island, for anyone unfamiliar, is a fully doxed multi-chain project with their next mint due to go live on Polygon very soon. And the best part of all, they're from the UK. Sam, how's it going, man? <laughs> yeah, it's good, mate. How are you? Yeah, really good. Thanks, man. Really good. We've been... Uh, I wouldn't say in communication, but we've been we've been in touch vaguely for for some time now, and it's a it's a, it's about time Stone Island got got featured on the NFT Daily, right? Yeah, yeah, much appreciated, really. Um, it was actually Chris that put me in contact with you guys. Uh, Chris is like a, a real good friend of mine, and he said he's met up with you for a few beers and that. Uh, I literally spoke to him after he spoke to you guys, and he said how sound you were. So, oh, appreciate nice the to actually be words. on. <laughs> yeah, so we've had it's a Chris. Nice to be honest. Sorry, I was just going to say it's nice to be on the uh, spaces with some English heads. That's it. Likewise. Do you know what? It's, it's grown from strength to strength in terms of the number of UK um, people, investors, founders, and all that good stuff we've had on the spaces because ultimately, I think about 24 months ago when we first set up the NFT Daily, it was very few and far between in terms of coming across UK people within the space. And now I'd say maybe like one in four, maybe one in five spaces we're hosting has has got someone from the UK on there. So it just kind of shows the strength uh, that the UK is growing in, in terms of becoming a hub uh, for all things NFTs, crypto and and Web3 in general. So hopefully more of the same where that came from. But yeah, big deaf Chris that is for anyone who's uh, heard Chris on our spaces. And shout out to Chris. I don't know if you're in here right now, but I hope you're doing well, mate. But let's talk Stoned Island. Um, Firstly, give us an insight or an overview of the projects and what inspired you guys to create Stoned Island initially. 
Yeah, so um, quite funny, really. We were, well, I say we, it was just me and a, a couple of mates. We, uh, it was lockdown. Um, I was big into crypto at the time. And I just really wanted to get involved in crypto. And this was when NFT was just started booming in, you know, in the summer of, of 21. And I, I knew no coding or anything like that in how to get involved in crypto. But the one thing I could do was draw. Um, so watching all these NFTs like Board 8 Yacht Club and things like that take off, I was just aimlessly scrolling through collections on OpenSea, seeing, seeing like what, what inspiration I could get to draw. And uh, because we was in the shed smoking weed, uh, it, it, literally I was holding this bag of weed in my hand and I was looking at it and I was thinking it'd be pretty funny to have some weed NFTs. And at the time, I was when I was going through OpenSea, I couldn't find any decent um, uh, weed, weed-themed cannabis uh, NFTs apart from um, the collection where they did the kind of membership where people, it was more aimed at stoners, like hippies. So I actually thought, why not base the whole NFT around the plant itself? Um, and so I just got drawing. And I'm not going to lie, the first the first NFT I drew was, was pretty horrible. But uh, <laughs> one thing led to another. I just started developing it more, you know, doing it on, the, on Photoshop and uh, Illustrator and before I knew it, I had a full um, first NFT and I, I thought it was hilarious and showed it to my mates and they said it was really good. So I just started um, contacting loads of different marketplaces. Um, I was really big into the terror scene at the time. Um, not too sure if many people, well, you'd be hard not to know what terror is because of the massive collapse. But at yeah. the time, it was absolutely vibing. Um, the community there was just so strong. And I reached out to a couple of marketplaces and uh, one of the guys who's actually a listener, it, it, it was the first person I reached out to and he he loved the art and he's also a stone that's hooligan uh, down he's rocking a 3d8 pfp um, shout out to hooligan i see you there man. <laughs> yeah so he was like loves the art um, but let's let's push it rather than doing just like a one of one why not make a collection because the original idea was to release you know one a week sort of thing just to sort of you know make a bit of money um yeah. because you know it was an art-based project but he said make a ho- whole collection um and so before i knew it Fast forward three months and like slaved away making 69 different weed strains based on each individual strain. So, for example, Granddaddy Purple was a old man with a purple strain with a walking stick smoking a cross joint. And OG Kush was this little original gangster. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, we went we went to Mint. Uh, Hooligan helped with the marketing and it sold out within 15 minutes, which was just amazing for me. They were selling for like $100 at a time. And we launched on 420, which was a massive help, of course, because everyone loves uh, stoner uh, stuff at 420. But yeah, so it, it sold out. Um, but then unfortunately, Terra crashed and I was kind of back at square one, watching everything go to zero, like oh, many people. Shit, man. We'll talk about the Terra crash in just a second. But I don't know if this is a UK thing, but I used to do exactly the same thing. I used to draw for some reason, all day, every day whilst I was in school, weed leaves. I would not draw anything yeah, yeah. else, but, but like ganja leaves. And I feel like, I think it was like one of the first things you ever learned to draw in the UK. I don't know if this is the same in America, but you draw like the this thick outline of like a weed leaf and then just draw like a fluffy kind of leaf around it. And do you know what? I still find myself doing it to this day. 
<laughs> Mate, <laughs> honestly, that's exactly how it started for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then next thing you know, your three successful sellouts, uh, three successful collections sold out down the line, and you know, you're making steady waves within the NFT space. So it just goes to show you all those teachers who give you shit for drawing the ganja leaves on your on your on your books, on your papers, and and, and homework at school. It can actually take you places. Hundred percent, man, and that's that's the thing as well. Like I, I, I started drawing those designs, you know, right at the beginning of uh, my crypto journey, and I never really thought it would lead to uh, making a fully fledged pub, uh, project with you know some real utility and and trying to make a stand for the cannabis industry. Um, but yeah, it all starts with when you're in school drawing those drawings. So that's it, it goes man. out to uh, anyone out there if you've got ideas put pen to paper and you see what you can do with them because you never know when this could take off. That's it, man. That's it. Um, so we'll talk about the art in just a second. I think it's important we circle back to that. But you launched the initial collection just before the terror crash, as you mentioned uh, just a minute ago. Tell us um, about this initial collection. You touched on it very briefly there. And then what happened after this? Yeah, so it was um, 69 individual strains um, because that that's it was just a funny number to go off and obviously releasing on 420, it just fit the theme. Um, and so they were all individualized to 69 different strains. A lot of the inspiration came from when I was living in Amsterdam. Uh, so I lived there for like six months working out there. And obviously, nice. in the, yeah. And in the UK, um, weed is illegal, which is just baffling to me seeing, you know, places like, america thailand and now germany pushing for legalization and the amount of money that it actually brings in is just crazy it's crazy it's crazy isn't it it's it's very political isn't it that's ultimately what it comes down to but i just find it crazy like on that on that subject about like thailand for example i mean i heard a few stories when i was traveling over there of like people getting caught with an ounce of weed and like these guys got locked up i think it was two guys from like norway or scandinavia somewhere and they got locked up for like 50 years and i think one of them one of them died in prison and one of them got released and then ended up dying within 24 months of getting released. And then within like three years post all of this happening, they've all of a sudden legalized weed. And it's like, that is so criminal. Like, how can that ever be justified? Mate, honestly, it's just so baffling. And especially with all, I know um, there's, there's some uh, stigmatization with, with weed, but there's so many health benefits that people can really, really reap the benefits from like pain and sleep disorders and things like that. We've got now, we, I think it's in 2011 or, uh, you know, around that period that we've actually legalized medicinal cannabis. Um, so it's only just a matter of time, really. I was just looking there that Thailand actually generates almost um, eleven billion dollars of additional tax revenue from weed. Like, imagine wow. that coming to England or you know the UK as a whole and reaping those benefits as well. Yeah, and there's surely quite a number of case studies now of countries who have been opposed to the legalization of weed who've then made a conscious decision to legalize it, and it's had multiple benefits not just from like an economy perspective but multiple benefits to like the behavior of like the nation in general and all that stuff which is enough you know sufficient enough for the uk to think maybe we should just legalize it for sure man for sure and that's the idea behind the project really if i can develop a a really strong cannabis brand in the uk that's not just about recreational use but the educational use then you know, we'll be already a foot in the door um, and then just keep keep pushing on to educate people and the benefits and also 
you know, the power of NFTs and things like that to really join it all together to create a really cool product that people want to represent. That's it, man. That's it. And, um, you know, the, the beauty of it is, especially for you guys, is that we're in a, an industry. And when I say industry, I'm talking Web3, where it is quite heavily saturated with potheads, with people who smoke weed. I think there's a lot of like for like, uh, like-minded uh, individuals within this space. And there's a lot of people who do smoke weed uh, within the space, which is a naturally, you know, a, a good demographic for you guys to be hitting. So post the initial collection that you guys put out, you then launched a follow-up collection called Weed Bags, I believe, which also served as an access pass to get onto the island, Stoned Island. So unpack the yeah. details of the Weed Bags for us. Tell us about that. So um, the, after the Sarah crash, we, um, I was deciding what to do next, and I came up with... Uh, an idea for a, a pixelated collection but before that it was more to do with building the community so me and the hooligan actually brainstormed a few ideas and instead of having a membership card like you would do as for an nft um or for like a gym or whatever we thought what better way to have a membership to the nft project by having a weed bag so it was uh, 420 in uh, weed bags 3d weed bags which each had, uh, I think, 140 different strains with three different weight sizes. Uh, so if you minted any of those weed bags, you'll get whitelist forever for the project, simple as. Um, but if you minted a one-ounce bag, then you actually get a pixelated airdrop, which is the collection I've been working on since the summer. Uh, that sold out through whitelist. I left it down to the holders what they wanted to do, whether they wanted a, a day whitelist chance, because, you know, some people sleep on the mint and their following is a lot of stoners. So they're probably so stoned that they didn't realize when the mint was. <laughs> so giving them a full day allowed them to mint whenever they want. But as soon as it went public, there was only a hundred bags left and it sold out within three seconds. That's brilliant. I love how you, you elongated the mint process to facilitate how stoned the community may be. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And the thing is, with this project, I really want to listen to the holders and the people that are dedicated to this project. You know, we the, we really want to drive this this company and this brand based on the vision of the holders. Yeah, I think it's important to do that as well. It's important with like the language that you use, the branding and all that stuff that it aligns with your community and ultimately stoners in this case. So I think, you know, the fact that you're very conscious of that is only going to work in your favor in the long run. What I found interesting as well is um, for anyone who, who wants to see what I'm talking about, as we discuss this as well, head to stonedisland.art um, where you will see a, basically a sneak peek of the art from each of the collections. And then you can go into each of the details from there. But the original collection you did, uh, the one of one collection was like a cartoon style uh, artwork and then from there you went with the weave bags which is kind of like i'd suggest almost ultra realistic art isn't it the actual bags themselves they look like they could have been photographed it's that realistic art from there with the next collection the pixel plants obviously it's self-explanatory you've gone with the pixel art so i like how you guys have covered an array of different styles of art within the uh within the array of collections yeah man it's you know it with the one of ones, it was kind of like that's what I was good at in terms of drawing. Um, but looking back now, there's there's always art upgrades that you can always make. Um, but going on to the weed bags, I really wanted people to think, you know, this metaverse is, was taking off. So there's there's so many avenues that it can go down with these weed bags. So if you could go into like a, a Stone Island metaverse and go to like a coffee shop, you could see 
it will all be token gated as well. You could only get in with this weed bag and then you can get a real understanding of the different strains. So even with the one of one collection, they're all linked to actual strains. And on the website, you can actually see that there's each strain has, you know, it's different THC count, it's uh, other cannabinoid count. And, you know, taking the idea from Leafy, which is, you know, one of the biggest um, like dictionaries for cannabis, um, you know, we could do something similar, with, but make it more decentralized where holders can review the strains and, you know, you can get your information and get real feedback from actual users. Oh, speaking on mute then. I love that. I love the idea of the token-gated environments, token-gated communities. I think it's such a, a good concept and such an incentive for, for people to want to get involved in these exclusive communities and projects. And it sounds like, obviously, you guys are, are well on track with that um, as well. So we had the initial one-of-one collection, which sold out on Polygon. From there, you introduced the weed bags, which sold out quite promptly on Stargaze. And then the next collection is Pixel Plants, which is a collection of 2,420 uh, pixelated plants, is it? Is that what the artwork is? Is it going to be plants? Yeah, yeah. So um, this is now really going down the more what an NFT really is in terms of the coding and the metadata. With the one-of-ones, it was all manual. But this time I've created over 100, well, nearly 200 different traits, which the code will then generate the art. So it's all generative from the code. And then you'll get all these different strains with rarity um, and, you know, the the original essence of an NFT project. Um, and then it went pixelated because, like you said, I've, I've touched on the one-of-ones and the, the 3D. I really wanted to get into the pixel art style but it, i'll tell you what it's been one of the hardest things i've done because oh, really? it's so hard to do yeah people people think pixel art is really easy because you know you just compress an image and make it really small and you've got a pixelated image but realistically if you if you reduce a weed plant down to you know uh, uh 10 1080 well sorry uh, 96 bits then you actually get some weird shapes so to oh, try really? and make a weed plant out of that and the really sharp images and curvature is so hard but you know I'm, I'm fairly confident i've pulled it off and people can recognize it as a weed plant nice man well, well time shall tell anyway looking forward to seeing the artwork as soon as that's been released um there's utility packed into this particular collection as well isn't there yeah yeah so obviously the the big drive on the nft scene at the minute is utility and i've always wanted to incorporate utility onto the project however it's quite hard to do utility for weed. You know, it'd be great if you could buy a Stoned Island NFT and then get a bag of weed delivered to your door. But unfortunately, we're just not there yet. So the legal side of it meant that let's look at the plant as a whole. What other benefits does it have? And obviously, a huge benefit from the plant is CBD. So I've been speaking to fulfillment centers and massive wholesalers that are able to distribute all over the world and was able to create a full-on CBD store. Um, it was released uh, just like a beta version, but I thought, you know, I could do so much better than what it is. So I'm, I'm rebranding it and redoing the whole thing to have more products on there. But there'll be CBD oils, gummies, uh, there'll be bath bombs, facial creams, the whole, the whole works. Um, and that's, from, that's shipped all from the UK. However, I've got holders in America and in Thailand, you know, all these other places which have a lot more, less legal, sorry, a lot less legal restrictions. Um, so working on 
working on having a store out there which will have you know thc vapes and um snow darling gummies with legal delta eight i think it is which is uh, like a psychoactive um compound for these weed gummies that are completely legal because it's all to do with the weight of the uh, how much hemp you can actually have in your product but in onto the utility for it if you own any of the pixel pixel images you'll get discount at the store because it will all be token gated and you can log on if you hold say two you get 10 percent. if you log on you'll receive immediately 10 percent discount throughout the whole store whereas if you hold say 10 you'll get 50 percent off and we don't just have cbd products on there we also have uh actual vaporizers which are hitting to the 150 dollars so you could own some nfts which people love to buy anyway and love to collect but you can also get a heavily discounted um paraphernalia bongs the works that's the real that's the real utility guys who doesn't want uh, paraphernalia at heavily discounted rates? But it's interesting how you've scaled that as well um, in terms of obviously the more NFTs you own, the more opportunity you've got to continue to build the discounted rate that you get on the products, which is uh, is obviously a very interesting concept itself. I was looking then when you was touching on the um, CBD industry. Obviously, it's become absolutely huge in recent years, and I think it's still scaling year on year quite considerably. The, um, I'm, I'm just looking at a report now um, by Market Research Future, whose who state it's expected to be worth the CBD uh, industry, uh, 59.3 billion by the end of 2030, which just goes to show, you know, if you do find a way to scale your offering in terms of CBD, and obviously the actual products that are being introduced are consistently evolving and consistently getting better. If you're, you know, front running that or pioneering that space and there's an opportunity for you to bring this to market within Web3, the opportunity there is huge. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the numbers speak for themselves. And there's not really, I've, I've seen other NFT products that are uh, cannabis themed and they're not, they're not really touching on the CBD side of it, which is, absolutely huge it's all good being stoners um, and we love weed smoke recreationally but the health benefits for cbd or, or just they're, they're still not even heavily researched i've been speaking to a, quite a few like cbd reporters in the uk and they they talk about that how in depth they go in their research and there's just there's just things that will will come to light over the next couple of years hopefully sooner the better but there'll be so many benefits from using cbd or whether it's to do with anxiety stress the anti-inflammatory properties, the whole works. Uh, and that, that's the whole point of this project, to one, shed light and also make CBD more available to everyone, especially if you're a holder of an, of an NFT. The point of the, the CBD store isn't to make money. I mean, obviously, everyone wants to make money, but realistically, it's there to actually benefit the holders, to, to educate them on CBD and also allow them to have cheaper CBD at the end of the day. Um, but then not only that, if you, if you, I've got it set so that if you mint a specific trait, then you actually, well, the way we'll either do it is you'll get a discount on the store to go get something for free, i.e. CBD oil or a stoned island grinder or a stoned island lighter, or it will be, you know, you just p- uh, provide your shipping details and we'll, we'll post those products out to you. You just pay for the shipping. So even if you just mint one and you get a specific trait, that trait could actually get you your first ever CBD oil if you've never really looked into CBD. Interesting stuff. You guys are creating a real ecosystem here, which is, you know, 
it seems your prime focus is looking after your existing community members, which is always refreshing to see. Um, you know, it's not massively commercially driven and more so looking after those within your community. Um, so really interesting stuff, man. Love what, you, what, you, um, what you're saying with that. Moving, moving on from that as well, um, you know, you mentioned a little bit earlier about other projects not shedding life on, light on the health benefits that are associated with smoking weed recreationally or, or medically. Um, on that point, there's a lot of similar projects within the within where pre now you know cannabis related projects although you mentioned when you guys initially kicked off stone island there wasn't many that, that existed at the time but i'd say it is a relatively saturated space now within web3 what would you say is that sets you apart from these other projects that coexist within the like the cannabis space yeah for sure man um realistically looking through the other projects there are there are definitely a lot more projects that are cannabis themed um however my art is completely unique it's completely my own um and we've not really seen any art based around the whole plant and that's the whole point you know you've got your stoners you've got just your bud um and your dabs and things like that but with my art it's focusing on the whole plant so you'll get a pfp which also has its, you know, one of the traits is different parts. You might not be able to see that in a PFP, but having that as well, you'll just separates me from the rest because the whole the whole art is based around the whole plan. Um, we're also registering as a company, so if you're worried about investment in company, uh, well, NFT projects, the one thing I look for is whether they're docs, which I am on multiple marketplaces. Um, and also if they're going to be shipping any kind of product, you want to have a registered company because you, obviously, you know, there's all the legalities of um, whether CBD or THC is legal in those states or countries. Um, and also if they pay tax, which no one likes to do. But unfortunately, if we're going to really take off as a cannabis brand, then you will have to pay tax. And the, the whole point of an NFT project, paying taxes is not really seen uh, throughout throughout the space at the minute. Um, but like I said, we're going to be a registered company. We're going to go through the books. We're going to do everything legally. Uh, and that just gives faith in investors. Um, yeah. And it gives whole, you... It gives Sorry. you more opportunity to scale as well, doesn't it? I mean, there's you are the limit. There is limitations. There is a ceiling. Um, you know, if you're not a registered company, uh, and you know you're not going down the route of paying tax and all, and all that stuff, I suppose it is difficult to scale to a certain extent, isn't it? Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. Um, and not only that, it just it gives it gives trust into the investors as well. So you, you, if you, there's been so many rug pulls as of late, um, you know, people are deterred away from buying NFTs, but if you're fully doxxed and registered, then that just gives faith back into the system. 100% man. Well, fingers crossed that, you know, you can continue to scale it as your goals, obviously to become like, I recognize cannabis brand within the space and hopefully in the long run, you know, a household name, Apart from that, you know, what impacts do you hope to have, like, rather than just selling these projects, do you hope to, like, contribute to a larger conversation around cannabis and its uses? It sounds like you want to tap into that market as well from, like, an educational perspective. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, crypto, uh, you know, 10 years ago was just people buying Bitcoin to, you know, buy on the dark web. But there's so many more use cases now where you can, you know, there's DeFi, there's gaming, and I really want to tap into that, how 
crypto NFT specifically can actually affect uh, the cannabis industry. Um, one of our partners is actually called Greenheart CBD, and they have their own token, um, which is doing really well for itself. It's you know they're traveling all over the world to awards and things like that because they've got a lot of innovation in terms of their tech. Um, so you know they store a lot of the uh, the farming data on blockchain, um, and that you can actually see the supply chain from where the seed grows to the shelf. So when you buy the product. And that's how I want to see NFTs uh, affect the cannabis industry because you can you can imagine buying an NFT and having some CBD from Stoned Island um, and actually finding out exactly where it comes from, where it's grown, uh, things like that. Um, but it also touches on you know the decentralization. Um, a lot of companies are in it for themselves. Uh, it's all about profits. With my projects, it's, it's going to be community driven. Um, if you hold these pixel plants, you will be able to make decisions for the company. Um, and that's, and it also builds like a layer of trust between the holders. Can you hear me? Sorry, mate. I've just been speaking on mute then for the last two minutes. And do you know what? I'm not, I'm not even stoned, so I can't even blame it on that. Uh, but yeah, I was just about to say on that point, you know, the, the thing is the Dow reached 100% the route to go down because ultimately you've created a, small stronghold of like like-minded individuals and these guys can offer a lot of input on the direction of the, the project as well um it's one thing that web2 brands don't necessarily have um have the utility of is having that community behind and having a constant communication uh line of people within the space you can also help drive the direction of the project so i completely understand why you want to go down with, down the dow route with it as well uh, austin i see you've requested to speak how's it going man Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for letting me come up here and chat. I just had um, one question for the Stone Island team over there, and that is, what is your favorite strain to smoke? <laughs> yes. See, I love questions like this because it really takes away from the fact that we're not just uh, questions and answers because whenever I do spaces, I love talking about weed. And whenever I go onto like a big project chill and show, it's, it's one of the questions that I love asking other projects. But um, my favorite strain was when we was in Amsterdam, like the introductory strain I'd have for anyone that first starts smoking weed is uh, super lemon haze because it's just that real nice taste and it doesn't get you too high. Um, but, you know, you can't really beat the OG Kush and um, uh, what was the, the, what, the, the funny thing is with England, you can't, you don't know what strain you're buying. It doesn't matter what uh, the guy tells you who you get it off. <laughs> but when you're in Amsterdam, you obviously you've got like a, a, all your coffee shit houses and you just go in and choose different strains. So we, we made, my fiance and I, we made our way through a, quite a lot of strains, but the main one that stands out for me is always Super Lemon Haze for sure. Hell yeah. Yeah, Super Lemon Haze. 100%. It sounds like Austin agrees as well. Daily Duck, you can see there, is a good friend of mine. He works on the marketing team here at the NFT Daily. But we've uh, we've been to Amsterdam together quite a few times and it's one of his favorite strains there. I can see that he's almost breaking his phone screen by smashing that 100 emoji over and over again. Do you know what? I'm, I've been smoking since, probably since school. Um you know, realistically, I smoke. I smoke every day. I don't smoke all day every day. I usually have like one zoo before I go to bed. Uh, at this point, but honestly, I've smoked the same weed, and I'll smoke anything. And I know that sounds bad, but like some people, <laughs> some people will pass me a zoo, and they'll be like, "How nice is this?" And I would, yeah, yeah, that hits, that hits. And the whole time, I'm thinking, it tastes like any other weed to me. But 
The exception of that is when you go Amsterdam. I smoked uh, some silver haze, I think it was called once. Um, And honestly, that was just hitting differently. If I could smoke that every day, I'd end up spending a small fortune on it. There's no doubt about that. And silver haze, that that threw it back. I was like, that's definitely one of the top three strains that I had when I first started smoking. But now, for me... Like, you know, all of the jealousy strains, peanut butter breath, all that stuff. I'm, I'm just, see Austin, Austin, we don't have access to this. This is the problem. Like you guys don't realize how blessed you are. I presume you're from the States, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah you guys don't know how blessed you are to be able to get your hands on some of the weed you can get your hands on. Like even with, we can buy like Cali packs here in the UK, but ultimately like, um, like Sam just mentioned, you don't really know what's in the pack. Like they could have just put some bog standard like bush weed hmm. in the pack and you'd be smoking right. it thinking you were smoking Cali. And unless you're like really educated with it, there's no way you're really knowing, is there, Sam? No, definitely not. Definitely not. I, I, I used to live in Australia also and uh, the weed you get out there is just literally bush weed. Um, it's not as good. It's not much of a head high, but definitely, definitely uh, fills the spot of, of of uh getting getting your hands on some weed but when you know that's what that's what i feel the future will be you know everywhere will have the dispensaries uh they'll know exactly what they're getting um it won't be illegal to cross the line in the states with a bag of weed as it is now um it's just crazy the the legislation behind it right now but that's the point of this project going forward if we if we can establish ourselves as a cannabis brand um and when those times come whenever they will be whether it'll be a year whether it'll be five years we'll have our foot in the door that's it and on, and on that point sorry austin were you gonna no i was there, gonna totally agree i think that you know the people who are innovating in this space are kind of you know building and then asking for forgiveness later and i think that's aligns with the whole you know um theme of the cannabis culture and what it's turned into you know i've been able to communicate you know how decentralized technology will be able to solve a lot of problems that exist in this culture with people who you know have been in this culture since before i was smoking weed and it's just great to kind of you know be that energy and you know kind of you know a a piece of the catalyst of finding solutions with this new technology and you know uh spaces like this to raise awareness about you know people collaborating and you know projects that are doing things like you mentioned that one project um, Stone Island that you guys are collaborating with a team that has already done the supply chain stuff. I just think that's so fucking cool. Um, but yeah, too. yeah, man, they're they're a really cool project. You should definitely check them what, out. What was they're the called, name? Uh, Greenheart C- Greenheart CBD. Awesome. So they you, you the the best thing about that project as well is that with the innovation of them, they're able to produce really high quality CBD uh, oil through cold press. Um, they also have drones which fly across the farm to actually. Uh, taking the data for the health of the plants so they're able to see what that plant needs um and not only that they are able to use the money or the crypto gain from DeFi to actually fund farmers to have this equipment to produce better hemp and to actually produce a better product so uh, definitely check those guys out if you see them about wow that's some high-tech weed farming right there, people. That's some alpha on how, how your weed that you're smoking is being farmed over in the States right now. So impressive stuff, man. And obviously on that point that you just mentioned there as well, Sam, um, you know, we've had Austin up here who's just jumped up and, and, you know, we've had a good little chat there over like five, 10 minutes. And I think one of the things that weed projects offer, which a lot of projects probably struggle with, is how they can, I hate to use this term because it's overused, but bridge over into IRL and, uh, and you know the, the the real life offerings that a project can 
can offer. Uh, and obviously with this, uh, the weed sector or the, or the weed space, there's real opportunities for IRL meetups, IRL uh, merchandise, like you mentioned earlier, and all that good stuff. Have you got any plans to like arrange some real life meetups in the, in the not too distant future? Yeah, so actually with the funds for the Pixel Mint, um, it will go into the DAO or the council. Uh, at the minute, we're pushing for a council rather than a DAO because you need a really strong DAO for someone to not take advantage because there's obviously bad actors everywhere. So once we've got a strong setup and structure for a DAO, then if the DAO decides to spend, because 30% of the Mint funds go straight to the treasury for the council slash DAO, if they decide to spend 10% of it uh, on a massive meetup, then that's down to the holders. And that's how we can really push for the holders to make decisions. Um, and obviously we're in the UK, so it'd be great to have for a massive party in the States where it would be bring your own weed and have a massive smoke up because we've got connections all over the States and Thailand for different dispensaries and cannabis farms. So you know, imagine a Stone Island party at an actual cannabis farm. Uh, the CBD, the Greenheart CBD guys said that we could fly over to Ireland where they're based and check out their CBD farms. There could also be like a massive party there. But the, the oh, main whereabouts are they based? So C- Greenheart CBD are actually based in Ireland. So they, they focus on hemp um, farming mm. for CBD oil. However, They've got farms in America and in Thailand, um, and they've got a few others which I can't mention. But you know, it's all about networking and, and making these friends to make you know meetups possible. Ah, interesting stuff. I didn't realise it was on the on the hemp side of things in Ireland. That's impressive stuff, man. It shows that there is still stuff going on within the UK. Probably stuff that I'm a little bit blind to as well. Um, but yeah, if you do sell up that IRL event, I'll be expecting an invite, mate, because that sounds really impressive. Uh, 100% mate and uh, as long as you can actually in America they don't roll you know they they love buying pre-rolls ah see I'm not into pre-rolls not yeah, massive no, on pre-rolls neither, neither am I but I've noticed that whilst building this community that uh, the English love rolling because we always roll with tobacco but yeah. in America they love uh, their pre-rolls because they can just get 100% flour um, yeah. and I don't also know. maybe because they can't roll <laughs> yeah well I don't know how anyone smokes blunts like i've got a few few piles of smoke honestly i smoke a blunt i feel like i'm stoned for a week like nothing is getting done if i smoke a blunt like there needs to be a pretty consistent mix of tobacco and weed otherwise like i am zonked yeah 100 percent, mate i'm the exact same i think uh backy just brings you down a level doesn't it and it just uh levels you up a bit levels you off 100 100%, 100% mate these americans do it differently though i suppose they're uh conditioned to it from an early age whereas in the uk we're not so much but listen really impressive stuff it's obviously clear that you're passionate about about the weed sector and uh, you know not just what you guys can offer in terms of um you know your nfts within the space but also the educational side as well and it's really refreshing to hear all the different initiatives that you guys are working on right now for your community. So appreciate you taking the time to come and join us today. For anyone who's listening in right now, and there'll be a few people who are, you know, there'll be seven figure investors in here, no doubt about that. There'll also be a, a handful of uh, investors who maybe haven't even taken a delve into their first projects yet, who aren't too familiar with the space. For anyone who's looking to get involved in NFTs in this space and are potentially looking at Stone Island for an option there what would you like to say to these people you know um 
we're a community driven project so if you want to be part of a, a really strong community that we're building um you know we don't pay for bots we don't pay for paid chatters the discord can be quiet we don't say good morning every day um if you base your investment on how many good mornings you get in a discord then you know i think that's you, you might want to check your rules in, in investment but if you want to invest in a company that is really trying to bridge the like you said in real life merch uh, and the problems that we face in real life to crypto and nfts then stone island's the company for you Love it, mate. Love it. All right. Unpack the mint details for us then. Have we got any confirmation on the date for when the Polygon collection will go live? Has anything been nailed down? So um, I'm speaking to multiple marketplaces. Uh, one of the main issues that I'm facing with certain ones is that weed isn't legal in those countries. So they can't actually push for like a, a featured launch pad. However, you know, I'm speaking to multiple uh, Polygon marketplaces so we're just trying to iron out the final details we're going to push for for a 420 mint because obviously it's 420 um but in terms of the mint price it will be if you're on the whitelist you will get uh it's around 15 to 17 dollars um per nft but if for public it will be 20 dollars Okay, cool. There you have it, folks. So if you do manage to get whitelist or uh, early access, you've got an opportunity to get involved for a 15 to 17 USD value, uh, of course, in Polygon or Matic, um, with the public sale going for 20 USD uh, or the equivalent of. I presume you guys drop uh, updates and alpha on all the details for when the official uh, Mint will go live in terms of times and all that good stuff on both the Twitter and the Discord, right? Yeah, yeah. The main push at the minute is uh, Twitter because, um, you know, people are starting to come alive again on Twitter. We do have a Discord where you can actually just jump in and share your, we've got a bud discussion page where people are sharing their plants, sharing, you know, the stuff that they're buying and what, what they like and what they don't like. So feel free to jump in the Discord there and uh, have a chat with uh, with people. We've got some really knowledgeable people in there. If you're wondering about what seeds to buy and things like that, then uh, I'm sure there'll be someone to help you. Um, but just at the minute, because we've not got any mint details announced uh, and we're just building up the whitelist, then it's just a little bit quiet. Oh, I here he that. is. Big Def Chris in the building. What's going on, Christopher? Hi, everyone. How's it going? Yes, Mitch. How are you? How you doing, Thanks, mate. mate. Yeah. Nice of you to show up, mate. Sorry, only forty. <laughs> only forty-three minutes late. Sorry, guys. I've uh, started a new job this week, so I've, um, it's not easy to just jump into spaces in the middle of the day. But um, <laughs> he's got he's got got Gene Ev behind him cracking the whip. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, that, congratulations, Chris, man. No, thank you, and it's nice to see. Uh, that the wonderful Stone Island is up with the NFT Daily, an amazing brand, uh, one that I'm very close to, a good friend of mine. Um, can't say enough good things about the brand in general. Um, you are well and truly committed to the Stone Island brand. It's a brilliant name as well. I think we can all agree, um, which is always helpful. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, a, a brilliant brand headed up by a brilliant dude and a great team. So. Um, it's just great to see. It's great to see so many people in the room. And if you love the bud, it's the one for you, definitely. Yeah. 100%. I, th I think it's been clear, clear to see from the start that, you know, Sam's not only 
building this for the sake of himself. And, you know, there's a real uh, incentive for him to look after his community and also educate people in the wider space on the benefits that can be associated with, uh, with, with board, with weed, with cannabis in general, which isn't also always as apparent. Um, so yeah, I completely echo what you said there, Chris, but guys, if you do want to get involved in the project, um, hopefully if everything goes to plan, it will be going live on 420. Follow the official Twitter account for all the updates and alpha. There is a Discord uh, server, which is live as well. If you've got any questions, if you want to chat to like-minded individuals for any alpha, any of that good stuff, make sure you head over to the Discord server as well. Sam, absolute pleasure to have you on. I'll be uh, following the, the, the development of the project closely. I'll probably be getting involved in the Mint on 420 myself as well, but I'd just like to thank you for your time today and providing such a good insight into what you guys are doing. Yeah, legend, mate. I really appreciate your time. And thanks, Chris, for hooking us up with uh, these lads. They're obviously doing, you know, absolute scenes um, on the NFT space. So, you know, I'm always jumping into your spaces and listening. You've got some really cool projects. And it's nice to actually see, like I said at the beginning of the space, some English heads making moves in the scene as well. Shout out to the UK. (laughs) Shout out to the UK, yeah. The NFT Daily, the epicenter of all things nfts and crypto in europe and the world i would say oh chris you're making me blush blush. appreciate the kind words hey mitch do you want me to uh i can run a giveaway if you want i've actually got a one of one from the original collection which uh no one's actually seen apart from chris um let's do it man let's do it what's the entry details how do they get involved um so i'll i'll do a post now and i'll post it in the comments uh all you have to do is follow stone island nft the nft daily like and retweet and tag two stoners uh the one of one is actually a wee plant as snoop dog so it's got oh. his album cover as a background so hope you shout guys like that one snoop dog as well man we had snoop dog on the space not too long ago shout out to snoop dog. right there you have it folks we're going to see a post going up in the comments from sam off the stone island account uh, like and retweet and tag two stoners and you might just get your hands on one of this one-on-one piece of art don't mess about guys just to confirm one last time if you haven't already follow stone island on their official account you will have no chance of getting the one-on-one if you don't do that um and of course head into that discord server as well there two initial mints which have already preceded us have both sold out quite promptly as well the, the trilogy the third collection will be going live on 420 if everything goes to plan follow them for all the updates all the alpha and make sure you get involved but yeah just to confirm one last time the post will go live in the comments in just a second like retweet and tag two of your fellow potheads don't mess about guys cheers guys thanks again for your time uh, shout out to you Chris Sam keep doing what you do mate really great to speak Shout out to all the Stone Island uh, team as well. Uh, and then 5 p.m. today, guys, that's GMT. We're back. Uh, we've got Techno and Chill, another interesting project. So make sure you tune in then. The post will go out soon. I don't know if it's already gone out, actually, but make sure you I've get those on my Just post it now. And I'm just, oh, sorry, you were talking about that. It's all right. It's all right, mate. <laughs> I'm just trying to add the comment for the giveaway. Yeah, get it in there I've now. Seen the art on the, if you want to get involved in that. Yeah. The art 100%. on the giveaway is fantastic, guys. If you want to get involved in that, it's a, it's a good giveaway. Check it out straight away, guys. It should be live on the comments now, so make sure you get involved. Uh, Sam, thanks again for your time. Chris, pleasure to hear you as well, mate. Um, we're back at 5 p.m. today, GMT. Don't miss that one, folks. Speak to you all soon. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Chris. Cheers, guys. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Stoned Island AMA, hosted by the NFT Daily. Recorded on Wednesday, March 22nd, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. 
Thanks for listening. Now, if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support meow. Rolling down the street in my 6 foe. I never had a 6 foe. A kid can wish, though. I snapped a wishbone and grabbed a fistful. Chilling with the dopiness of weed is all I wish for. I'm feeling blissful. I gotta miss this. My ginger always down to ride no matter what the mission. I'm singing this song. Got a couple albums out. We do alright, but it ain't really shit to write home about. Like to feed the fishbowl. Keep my stories mystical. I like my beats. Boom, bap, and rap to be lyrical. I'm feeling cynical. Craving a little ritual. Save my place in line while I try to find a miracle. I keep looking and looking and looking, but never find nothing. We've been lied to, thinking this surprise under super secret lies. Motherfucker sneak inside, going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Trenches, trying to stay offensive Trespassing here like this land looks expensive Ain't no time like the present Trying to stake a claim Just make sure your claim stays away from all these other claims We're almost kind of running out of land here Living in the day of the dead and it's damn weird Same teams y'all, we just trying to get a bite to eat A little rest saved up, waiting for my time to sleep Head down, middle fingers up, yo I'm wide awake Never hesitate to stay about a hundred miles away Seven time and space, while I wrecking ball the place I expect you all to play, running marathons today When the... Sick get sicker and the rich get richer It might be about time to rearrange our dinner Fix the system, the shit, it's all nicks Waking up early, gonna suck today's Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is do or die Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is do or die totally gonna take care of Angela, man. He's, he's great. He's a wonderful lab partner, so it's gonna be cool. We'll keep an eye on her. Why don't you go fuck yourself, you weird little prick? I'm a teacher, okay? You can't talk to me like that, guy. I'm not a student, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. Terrible spaces.